So we're talking about the stones that were taken from the Yarden. And the Pasuk says, Perektarit, Pasuk Tarit, Vayikro Yeshua, Eshtema, Osa, Ish, Ashehechem, Ibnei Yisrael. Ish Echot, Ish Echot, Mishavet. Yeshua calls the twelve people that was, had been designated from among the Jewish people. One man, one man from Mishavet. We saw there was two different or three different groups of stones. One to put up in the Yarden itself. One to carry to where they were sleeping that night. And one to take to Hargrizim and Harevel. Vayom Elem Yeshua, Ibn Lifnei Aron, Hashem Elekeichem. The Aaron, which is standing on the banks of the Yarden, so he tells his twelve people to go in front of it. Each man should pick up a stone on his shoulder. The Mispar Shifte Bnei Israel, the twelve men, twelve Shvatim. The man tears Zeis Ois Bekirbechem. There should be a sign for you. Kish Alun Bneichem Mochar Leimor Moha Avanim Oelu Lachem. What are these stones for you? They're meant to be a sign. Vamaytem Lachem. You should tell your children that the wars the Yarden split in front of the Aaron. When Klai Yisrael wanted to cross, these stones will be a memorial. They'll be a reminder. And it's interesting, the reminder that the water split not in front of the Jewish people, but in front of the Aaron HaKodesh. Vayasu came b'nei Yisrael, k'asher tivo Yeshua, b'nei Yisrael did what Yeshua instructed them to do. Vayisu shteim esrei avonim, mitoi chayarden, they took twelve stones from the yarden. K'asher div Hashem al Yeshua, l'mitzvah shifte b'nei Yisrael, for the twelve shvatim of Klai Yisrael, vayavirum imam el amorim vayinichum shom. That's the one group of stones that were taken to the campsite, which was called Gilgal, where Klai Yisrael rested that night, and they put them there as the memorial. And there was another twelve stones which Yeshua put up in the Yarden River. Tachas Matzav Ragla Konim, under where the feet of the Konim were standing, the ones who were Nosei Aron Abris, So there were two memorials, one in Gilgal, which was in Eretz Yisrael, and one where the Konim was standing, which was on the further bank of the Yarden. What's the point of making memorials? We don't find so much in the Torah the idea of making a memorial for something. We find when they wanted to commemorate something which happened, a miracle. So we have a Yom Tov. We have Shvishal Pesach, which reminds us of the miracle of the crossing of the Yom Tov. We have the first of Pesach, which reminds us of the miracle of coming out of Mitzrayim. We don't find memorials made to miracles. Yes, a Mizbeach, yes. In the place where a miracle happened, so we find by the Ovois, they made a Mizbeach. We find a Moshe Rabbeinu. The place where he fought Amalek, he made him his back. It was a way of thanking Hashem, of bringing a carbon of a toida, a thanksgiving offering. But we don't find the idea of a memorial. Even Yaakov Avinu, after the dream of the ladder, he makes a matseva. It was a way of sacrificing the oil that he poured on the matseva, sanctifying it. But it was something of Kodesh, something which had been sanctified. It wasn't just a memorial. And here we find Yeshua makes the stones as a memorial. Not one set of stones, two. One where the miracle happened, in the Yarden itself, and the second one in the place where they camped that night after having crossed the Yarden in Gilgal. Why do we need a memorial? And it's not just a memorial, the Gemara says more than that. The Gemara inside the Daflamadarid tells us a story that while the Jewish people were crossing the Yarden, Yeshua stops them midway across the river, 
And he says you should know you're only crossing into Eretz Yisrael on two conditions. Number one, on condition you're going to destroy all the inhabitants of Eretz Yisrael. You're going to keep the Torah's instruction to wipe them out. And number two, that you're going to set up his 12 stones as a memorial. And without that, the waters are going to come crashing down right now. Why was it so important to make this into something which was Kalei had to accept to do midway across the Yarden River? And the answer is a principle. And that is, Nevi'im can't add mitzvahs. The Gemara says many times that the mitzvahs which were given to Moshe are the mitzvahs of the Torah. Nevi'im can't add mitzvahs. They can't add to the mitzvahs which Moshe Rabbeinu gave us. That doesn't mean a Novi can't instruct us to do something. But the instruction of a Novi says the Gemara is Lefi Shah. It's based on the circumstances right now. There's something which needs to be done. So the Novi can instruct us to do it. Whereas something which is going to become a part of Klai Yisrael's long-term mitzvah observance, something which Klai Yisrael will do on an annual basis, that a Novi can't do. That's adding to the Torah. And therefore, to add another day into the calendar, to add a day into the calendar of the day that they crossed the Yarden, and making that a celebration of some sorts, would be an Osir. They would be adding a new date to the Torah. Whereas, to put out the stones, that there will be a memorial in place, if not a memorial in time, that can work. There was a mitzvah on the people then to make that matzeva, to make that, so to speak, monument, that pile of stones, and it would serve the purpose that anybody who walked past and saw it would be reminded of the nest. And that's a way that a novi, so to speak, can make a memorial for a nest without making a memorial on the date. Because that would necessitate, like I said, a new mitzvah in time, which would be binding on the Jewish people in the future, and that a Novi can't do. What about Hanukkah? What about Purim? These were also mitzvahs which were of rabbinic invention. The answer is, there's a difference between what Rabbanon decide to do and what a Novi does. Rabbanon are coming in the capacity of representatives of the Jewish people. If we as Jewish people want to decide to take on certain actions, we can do that. But it's not a problem of adding to the Torah because no one thinks it's coming from Hashem. This was the Jewish people's decision to do. Why the Jewish people decided to do it and what was the reason they had to do it? We'll talk about Ba'ez Hashem when we talk about the Koyach of Rabbanon to make Hanukkah. Or Rabbi Yeshua wasn't coming in the context of Rabbanon. Yeshua was coming as a Novi. A Novi means as a Shliach of Hashem. That's why, by the way, Mordechai was also a Novi. And when Mordechai wants to enact Purim, he doesn't do it himself. He sends to the Chochmei Ador to do it. who were not Novi. Because an enactment of Rabbanon has to come from the point of view of Rabbanon. That we, Klai shall want to do this. A Novi is coming in the capacity of Hashem sent me to do. And if that's the case, then it's Hashem's mitzvah which is sending a Novi to tell us and Novi can't add to the mitzvahs. So Yeshua couldn't make a new date in our calendar when we came out the Yarden. We know the date of the 10th of Nisan. What Yeshua could do was make this memorial at the place. And that way people would be reminded of the miracle. Now the question is, why do we need to? 
Why was there one inside the Yarden and one also in Gilgal? And it's a question. When the rivers came back down again and the Yarden flowed as it had before, was the pile of stones which were made in the Yarden still visible or not? It would seem like yes. Because if they were buried deep under water, it's unlikely that there would be, there'd be a point in making a memorial to something which wasn't visible. But, nevertheless, for the people in Eretz Yisrael, we may not have seen the memorial on the other bank of the Yarden, so Yeshua makes a second memorial. The place where they sleep at night, where they now can recount, today we crossed the Yarden. So that's where they made the that's where they made the second pile of the twelve stones. And the language the Apostle uses is the same language the Apostle uses in the Torah. And that is, when your child will ask you in the future, what are these stones for you? And you'll tell them the miracle of Yarden. Lastly, why was it something so important that you sure to stop them in track in the middle of the Yarden? To tell them, I'm only letting you cross the Yarden on condition you do this. And this is the second principle. And that is that when a person right now feels the emotion, feels the, the awareness of the miracle, now is the time to find something to do to hold on to that miracle. Find something to do to eternalize the memory, to keep it alive. Later on, the effect already begins to wear off. The post says in the Kahalas, and the, a person, what a person wants to do, so the Apostle in Shashim says, A person feels that connection, that ava. The way to, to hold on to it is to ten, make it tangible in some way. Something you can, can hold on to. Because if it's just holding on to a feeling, the feeling will wear off. After they're out of the yard then, and they're no longer experiencing the miracle, even if it's right after it's happened, but the effect isn't the same. When they're still in the Yarden, and now that right now they witness, they're, they're living the miracle, that's the time to find a way to make it something which will be remembered. Do something tangible to hold on to it. And that's why in the Yarden he stops them, now's the time to take the stance. So says the Pasuk, The Koenim holding the Oren was still staring in the Yarden. All the words that Hashem told Yeshua to speak to the people while they were in the Yarden, like we said, the condition that they would destroy the seven nations of Canaan, the condition that they would take the stones to make this memorial. Those were the stones that should be taken to Harival. The people... Afterwards, finished crossing, they crossed to the other side of the of the Jordan River. When all the people have crossed the river, the Aaron Hashem and the Kohen also go in front of the people. As we're going to see later, this wasn't so simple. It wasn't that the, the Kohen walked with the Aaron Hashem across the river and went back to the front of the people. You're going to see a miracle happened here, even though the Torah doesn't tell us yet what the miracle was. The vanguard, the, the troops of God and Neruven take their place in the front like they promised they would do. Now we're getting to battle formation. 
Hashem makes Yahshua great in the eyes of all of Israel, like Hashem said he would. We saw in the Pasuk before it says, Hashem, before the miracle of the Yarden, Hashem says to Yahshua, I'll make you great in the eyes of Kal Yisrael. And now it happens. Having seen the nice that Yeshua did, so then it increased Yeshua's status, Yeshua's standing in the eyes of Kal Yisrael. But we see a second point. The Pazak says, They were afraid of him like they were afraid of Moshe his whole life. Where were Kal Yisrael afraid of Moshe? When Moshe did the miracle of splitting the sea. It doesn't say Kaisa were afraid of him. On the contrary, the Pasuk there is very clear. The Pasuk says, Vayar Yisrael also Hashem Yisrael saw the powerful hand Hashem used against Egypt. Vayiru ha'omis Hashem. The people feared Hashem. Vayaminu Hashem of Moshe They believed in Hashem that Moshe was a servant. It doesn't say they feared Moshe. They feared Hashem. They believed Moshe was Hashem Shlech. In fact, the only time the Torah says that Kaisal feared Moshe was much later on. And that is after the story with the Lake Lazar. And Moshe goes back up to the mountain to intercede for them. And he brings down the second Luchos. The Pasuk says Moshe's face shone. Shone with an intensity that Kaisal couldn't look at him. And that is Vayiru Migesha Seidov. Kaisal were afraid of coming close to Moshe. That wasn't the effect of Yamsuf. That was the effect of the Kedusha of Moshe's face. And it's interesting, and here we see a difference. That when it came to the miracle of Yerichai, Klayashal were afraid of Yerushua from after watching the nest. Why was it different to Moshe? So it could be this was part of what we saw before. And that is, when Yerushua stood in the middle of the Yarden, and tells them, I'm making your crossing the island conditional and you're keeping these conditions. And if not, the waters are going to crash down right now. So Yeshua is saying, I can, so to speak, bring the waters of the island down, I can make them continue to stand. It was shown to Israel very clearly that Hashem is going to give Yeshua the power, so to speak, to make the island stand or to bring the island down. We don't find there was such a condition in Yamsuf. Hashem tells Moshe to make the sea split. Hashem tells Moshe to bring the sea back down. Moshe there is acting much more Moshe Avdoi. Moshe is acting in the capacity of I'm doing what Hashem tells me to do. Whereas when Yeshua says I'm making a condition with you, Klai Yisrael. So even though Hashem instructed him to do that, like the Pasuk says before, the words Hashem told Yeshua to say to all the people. But it's putting him in the position of he is the one to have the power to, so to speak, allow Klayishol to cross or to bring the waters down on them. So imagine here we see an element of why they would be afraid of Yeshua. That's the the miracle of the Yarden. There's one more miracle left. Tell the Kodim to go out of the river. The Kodim will cross the river, the Kodim was still standing there to hold the water up. 
So if it's time, you should ask the Kohen Yarden. You should tell the Kohen, step back from the Yarden. It's interesting, I needed Hashem's instruction to tell him to do that. People have all crossed already. Except I would have thought that what the Kohen would do next is they would walk across, follow Klai Yisrael, so to speak, across the dry riverbed. That's not what Hashem said. Vayalume Yarden stepped backwards from the Yarden. Which means the Kohen walked backwards onto the further side of the Yarden. And what happens? When the feet of the Konim step back out of the Yarden, they go back onto the lands. The water of the Yarden crashed back down again and it flows like it had always flown before. And now the Konim are stranded. They're on the further bank of the Yarden. So we'll see, we'll discuss tomorrow what happened next. How did the Konim now cross the Yarden? And why was this miracle necessary? Why couldn't they just follow the Jewish people across the dry land? The people come to the yard in the tenth of Nisan. They camp in Gilgal, which is just on the outskirts of Yericho. Like Yeshua was meant to do, that night they set up the twelve stones in Gilgal. And the Pasuk again tells tells Yisrael to remember the point of the stones and when the children will ask them what are these stones Remind of the miracle that you came through on dry land. The same thing he did to the Yamsuf which he dried out for us until we could pass. The man dies and the point of the Yarden, like we're going to see, wasn't just for Klai Yisrael. It was that all the people of Eretz Yisrael should see that Hashem is looking after Klai Yisrael. The man, because that way they would all be aware that what happened in Mitzrayim wasn't a Hanhaga which had changed or was no longer available in Eretz Yisrael. On the contrary, that same miraculous uh, leadership was, here, was happening here as well. And the second point is that Yeresim is Hashem and Lekechum Karayamim. Not that they should fear Yerusha. But that once it's the memory of the miracle should bring to Yerushalayim. Just like Yamsuf Ayiru Amis Hashem. One sees clearly, openly, how Hashem can redirect nature and change the course of nature. So we see that that's uh, a reason which increases a person's Yerushalayim. And that's the miracle of Yadin, like we said tomorrow, we'll see the extra miracle of how the Konim, who had now been left on the other bank of Yadin, joined, rejoined Kal Yisrael.